if you knew me, you would know that I have been trying to plan a trip to Antarctica for the last two years. Hi, I'm Leah Parker-Belfer, a T22, and you're listening to If You Knew Me, a grassroots podcast dedicated to celebrating diversity, equity, and inclusion at the Tuck School of Business at Dartmouth. Hi, I'm here with Kate Zegheib, a T22. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Uh, So tell me about it. Why Antarctica? So I am lucky enough that I've now been to six of seven continents and realized that it could be feasible to actually get to all seven in my lifetime. So So this is the holdup. So this is the holdup. Yep. Okay. And it it is not cheap or easy (laughs) to get to. Yeah. Talk about the logistics. I don't even know. I'm sure it's not direct. Yeah. No. So most of the trips um, are cruises that leave out of either Chile or Argentina. Um, And you have to cross uh, Drake's Passage, which is like a horribly rough area of sea um, to get to Antarctica. Um, But I am all in. I just want to I want to do it. I want to say that I've been to all seven. Have you done a cruise before? Yes, but to like the Caribbean. (laughs) Okay, but you at least know you're not, you know, um, what is it? motion sick you don't have motion sickness yeah no I grew up on boats um and have definitely had a lot of exposure I do get motion sickness sometimes if I'm in a small boat and like down in a cabin yeah um as long as I can see the horizon I'm usually okay got it and I you know you I think you mentioned you've been trying to do this for now two years you said okay um I imagine COVID has played um, and has impacted the, the timeline, but yeah, it, it has a little bit. So, um, I had only been to two or three continents, um, like five years out of college. Okay. Um, wasn't something I was really thinking of. I had been to Europe and, um, to Asia and mm-hmm. North America and was like, Oh, okay, well, that's great. I like to travel. I'm willing to go wherever is cheap and affordable <laughs> in the moment. Right. Um, and then, in 2017, I won a trip to South Africa from the place I was currently what? working at. Yeah. Um, and managed to get there. I took my mom. We what went on safari. What an amazing prize. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, my you gosh. guys, startup life, I have to tell you. That was part of – they were hiring fast and quick and wanted employee referrals. And one of the um, things that they put in place was – a employee raffle for a dream trip once a quarter so if you had a successful referral that then had been there for three months you got entered into this raffle and I won the second raffle that they had done and they literally had like a big wheel that you spin and I spun it and ended up getting a dream South African safari. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know you told me you you did this but I didn't know it was through a raffle. I've never won and the only thing I've Neither have life, I. This is this is the only luck I have ever had. So well, okay, now that I say this, I did win one raffle, and you know what I won? A thesaurus. <laughs> if you had to only win one raffle, you definitely would want your raffle. Like, yeah, I was pretty happy. Oh with my it. gosh, I, I was kind of like, okay, luck. if I use my luck on anything, this is a good oh thing. Oh my gosh, Kate. To use it on. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that started. So then it became a. Um, you start to see the finish line. Yeah. Then it sort of became, oh, okay, like I could actually do this. Um, and I had another friend who is in the foreign service mm-hmm. um, right now. So he has also been well-traveled. And he was like, I want to do all seven continents before I turn 30. And I was like, yeah, sure, great. I'll do that with you. 
well, 30 has come and gone, but, you know, it's still feasible. 30s, so, yeah. Plural. In my 30s. Yeah. So, yep. Um, so, yeah, Have you been doing them together Africa. since or no? No, we haven't. And actually, we're trying to figure out if we can do Antarctica okay. as the seventh together because both of us have six down. So, got it. yeah. So, once I got South Africa under my belt, then it was finding a friend and I did Australia and New Zealand over Christmas one year. Oh, so fun. Which was so fun. Um, yeah. It was amazing. And that's also far. New Zealand is really far to it, get to. It was. It took us like. 36 hours but like I said I always look for the deal so I know that it takes means to travel I'm not like immune or blind to that fact but um found an awesome flight deal so if anyone is ever looking for travel deals please reach out to me do you use Um, a site like I know there's sky scanner and yeah that like I look at travel zoo a lot um I look at the New York Times like travel blogs but I got a flight deal that was to New Zealand round trip and included a three night layover in Tahiti. Kate. And we got it for like, I think it was $800 round trip. So it made it more feasible. So yeah, we went, we spent um, like 10 days in New Zealand, a week in Australia, came back to New Zealand for a bit and then spent New Year's on the way home in Tahiti. So yes, I love looking for travel deals and just being like, okay, if that's a good enough deal, I'm going to go. Um, but unfortunately I haven't seen a ton of sales on Antarctica. Yeah. That one might, you might have to do that at the premium price. I I might have to. Yeah. I wonder if how many people that go are just in your situation that are trying to like knock it out or if it is, you know, I don't know, a destination. I don't know. I feel like because there isn't a lot to to do. do, Right. What is there to do? Yeah. Um, usually they have like naturalists and zoologists and stuff on board who are marine biologists who will talk to you a lot about the wildlife they'll have photographers so you can take um like photography classes to get ready to take awesome pictures at sunset or whatever so you're saying they do this on the cruise as you're going yes okay yeah and this is like the daytime activity when you're not out on like the little zodiac boats or on the ice got it um and i love photography like I'm a bigger admirer of it than I am skilled at it. Do but... you use, here's the test. Do you use your iPhone or do you have like a hardcore camera? No, I, I do have hardcore camera. Okay. Um, you passed. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I think going on Safari helped that one. It was kind of like, oh, I got to get some good zoom lenses and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I have a lot of great pictures, but also have more than enough god-awful pictures that are blurred and out of focus yeah so. I think it's hard I, I mean the, the camera phone sometimes gets way better oh portrait photos. mode all the way are you kidding me yeah yeah absolutely that's why I have so many good pictures of my dog like you, it's, it's like all you portrait take, mode. Um, take both using both methods and then I feel like half the time the iPhone is better yep yeah so it would be cool you know I could (laughs) also like improve my skills at a new hobby while on this amazing trip to a remote location Mm -hmm. totally and then how long does you know how long would this vacation have to be for you several weeks usually they're I think a minimum of 15 days Mm. um so yeah, that's why I'm thinking business school might be the time to try to knock it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or just after. And they only run also um, during, you know, the Southern Hemisphere's summer, our right. winter. So it's really only like December through February that you can go. Tight window. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So tight window with a lot of requested time off from work during that period. Yeah. We'll so future employers. Just yeah. Kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, don't don't listen to this. Shh. Yeah. She's committed. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. As long as you support my travel habits, I will work hard for you. <laughs> when you finish this, I mean, are you thinking of, I don't know, creating some kind of, I don't know, photo book? Like, is there like something that caps off this achievement of all seven? No, I think it's it's partially just like a fun fact for myself to be able to say, um, I do have a map that is ongoing with all the pins of places yeah. that I've been. So to be able to add to that would be fun. Um, and I have a gallery wall mm. <laughs> that is currently filled with picture frames that still have stock photos from West Elm in them <laughs> because I never... Love stock photos, yeah. though. Also, they aren't of people. It's not like I have random people posing as my family. They're all like abstract art things. <laughs> but I just have not gotten around to printing out the better of my photos to put in there. But I feel like this could be the impetus that I really need to like finally get it done. Um, What would then be your next location that you'd want to go to knowing that you really love travel? Um, I really, so a lot of the places that I've been to sort of check off some of the continents, like I've only been to Hong Kong and Asia. Mm -hmm. I've only been to Colombia and South America. I really want to explore and see some more places. So I'm definitely hoping to do that once the world opens up post-COVID as well. Yeah. Um, already thinking like next winter break, Asia, here I come. Yeah. So. Oh, I want to come with you. Yeah. Um, what do you think sparked this love of travel? So my dad was an oil tanker captain mm-hmm. um, when I was growing up. So he was gone a lot, like two to four months at a time around mm-hmm. the world in different locations. And you know, we'd get the global phone calls from him or postcards back and see pictures of the penguins and things as he was rounding Cape Horn or loading oil in Argentina. And um, it always it it opened my eyes really early, I think, to that there was a world to see. Yeah. How big um, the world is. Yeah. yeah. That said, we did not travel a lot because when dad came home, he was very sick of traveling right. and like wanted vacation time and quality time with his family so once I went to college and sort of had some independence to start seeing some things that's when I really kicked it off and started looking for ways for my school to pay for me to go as many places as possible okay so did that mean you studied abroad in school I didn't actually I I had major FOMO um, of missing out on things with my friends during term time but I did travel during spring break and then what we called our January J term. Um, mm-hmm. And I volunteered three of my four years in Guatemala and Honduras with Habitat for Humanity and would go down there for a few weeks at a time nice. and help build houses and just see a remote part of the world that I hadn't been exposed to before. Yeah. Um, and really fell in love with like immersing myself in a culture that I was very unfamiliar with yeah. and sort of being the outsider Um, And it really helped reset my perspective, I think, too, like coming Mm -hmm. back to college and seeing how most of the people around the world live. um, It helps me keep track of my priorities still, even as I travel now. Totally. Um, My my dad loves Latin America. And so we would, in the winter, we had the good fortune of being able to go on some vacations. And instead of you know, what some New, Engler, New Englanders do of, you know, skiing in the winter. Um, I grew up in, in Boston, um, outside of Boston. Um, we would go to Latin America and, and have these um, 
you know, experiences in Honduras and Panama and That's Guatemala awesome. and exactly what you said of it just opening my eyes to the, the way others in the world can live and how it can be so different than your experience. And um, I think it gave me the travel bug as well. Um, but do you have a favorite, you know, trip that you've gone to in the past or a favorite, yeah, continent oh, even? <laughs> I mean, I, oh, that's hard to say. I would say Africa was very special um, mm. and was definitely sort of a transforming trip that I went on. It was also because of the stage of life that I was in and sure. I had just gotten out of a long-term relationship, but really being out in the middle of nowhere, like surrounded by stars and animals, it just reminded me how small I am in the world, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. And it sounds so hokey and corny, no, but I really like left with a very special place in my heart for that experience. Yeah. So, so it sounds like you might go back later in life. Yes. Yeah, so I actually already did go back um, <laughs> because it was that meaningful to me. Um, I had taken my mom on the trip that I won and pre-Tuck, before Tuck took all of my money, I decided I really wanted to take my younger brother, um, who has not traveled a lot or had those kind of experiences. And we went to Kenya for 10 days together on a sibling trip um, right before COVID hit last year. So we literally got back. I left. We left the end of February, um, and I never went back to the office. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. You got you squeezed it in. We squeezed squeezed it in at the perfect time. Yeah. I think a lot about that actually. About how I'm like I'm so glad I went on that trip. You mm-hmm. know, whatever trip that may have been, like right before COVID, because it's been a while. Now. Yeah, exactly. And I I was definitely always one that like a friend's the summer before was like. I just found this deal to go to Iceland for like $500 for a long weekend, but we have to leave Thursday. And it was like Monday. Do you want to do it? And luckily I had enough flexibility at work that I could get time off. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. What job are you working? I'm like, sign me up. I had a very wonderful boss. And um, as long as I was not on a high priority project at the time, they would let me take the time as I needed. So That's awesome. I, I put in the hours elsewhere. I'm but, sure you earned it, yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to share about, you know, your upcoming trip to Antarctica or anything about that with the with the listeners? I mean, my friend isn't totally, like, sold. It's hard to nail down a date when he has limited government vacation time. So if anyone else is interested and, you know... I hope this friend isn't spend... listening to hear us. Oh, no, it's fine. Colin, you are... if you're there, I love you, but... <laughs> But she's keeping her options open. Yeah, keep my options open. I'm going to get there, so... (laughs) Yeah, whether you're with her or not. Um, Well, to end this episode with a fun question per always, um, out of all the jobs you've had, um, what is your favorite to date? I would say when I was a bartender. (laughs) (laughs) Is that because of your perks? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, you know, And, and I'd say the skills that it brings beyond having done that as well um it always goes over well in job interviews when I'm like oh by the way I'm also a certified bartender and I feel like you could apply that to lots of like tell me a time when you like had to deal with a tough customer it's like well yeah well let me tell you about this time yeah it also I think really improved like my small talk skills Mm. and just my abilities to to build a relationship with whoever is sitting across the table. So did, it's translated well. I'm sure. Did you, where did you bartend? Um, I bartended, so I grew up on Cape Cod um, year round, <laughs> but I bartended at a <laughs> friend's family restaurant 
there okay. for a while um, when I was in between work. Well, and that's a classy bar. Yeah, it was very classy, okay. clearly. Okay. That's not like dive clientele. bar. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it was still super fun. And actually, dive bars are my preferred places to right. drink. So, yeah. I, I, you know, ugh, can't wait to go back to a dive bar. I know. All the things that COVID has taken away from us. Travel and bars. Exactly. Well, <laughs> good to know that when they're open again, if they're hiring, I can refer you, Kate. Yeah, great. <laughs> As a side job. Absolutely. Sure. I'm sure I will have time for it. So. Oh. Well, thanks so much for joining us. All right. Thank you for having me. This has been really fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of If You Knew Me. I founded the If You Knew Me podcast back in the fall of 2020 to help deepen student connections and foster a culture of belonging here at Tuck. Please check out our other episodes to support and learn more about other Tuckies. Special thanks to my partner, Alex Mitko, for helping with sound production. If you have any questions or feedback on the podcast, or if you want to be featured in a future episode, please contact us at the email address listed in the description.